As for here and now, I'd like to uh, challenge you with God's Word, if I may. Would that be okay if we look at God's Word? Because it's good to listen to Radio Pulpit and your minister and your pastor, mother, brother, sister, cousin, whoever speaks a word into your life. But Acts seventeen eleven says to search the Scriptures to see if these things are so. I want to take you to a particular event, and that's in uh, The book of John, the fourth gospel, the book of John. And here's Jesus speaking, and he says, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is it to you? What is it to you? You must follow me. These are the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, amazing thing is that the Bible continued to say because of this, the rumor spread. And I wonder who started that rumor. Let's leave it at that. But because of this, the rumor spread amongst the brothers that this disciple would not die. But that's not what Jesus said. Uh, What is it to you? You follow me. And as we look at this world around us, the absolute chaotic state of the world around us. And we have all sorts of excuses and all sorts of burdens and all sorts of challenges. The words of Jesus echo 2,000 years down the line, and here we are on this Friday morning, the 3rd of uh, March, 2023, and those words hold true. What is it to you? Come and follow me. You follow me. Jesus said that. Luke eighteen twenty two. Jesus said that. Mark Matthew sixteen twenty four. Jesus said that in Mark one and verse seventeen. Jesus said that in Luke nine and verse twenty three. If I tell you once. You listen. If I tell you twice, well, take note. Behold, if I tell you three times, but boy, oh boy, if I tell you four times, you, what is it to you? You follow me. Now, in this modern day and age, uh, the words of Jesus, take up your cross and follow me. What does that mean? Matthew 16, 24, whoever wants to be my disciple, they must deny themselves. And take up the cross and follow me. It's so contrary to what you hear nowadays. Love yourself. Huh? Uh, be lovers of self. We, we, we even take selfies on our cell phones and post it all over the place. No, no. Jesus says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Let's begin with what Jesus didn't mean in this verse. Uh, Many people interpret that cross to be, uh, well, to take up some burden that they must carry in their life. Does it sound like you? Some strained relationship, (laughs) a thankless job? Maybe it's a physical illness this morning. And sadly so, with self-pitying pride, men, women, they they look at their difficulty and say, yeah, that's, that's my cross I have to carry. You know, that's not what Jesus meant when he said, take up your cross and follow me. What is it to you? Follow me. What does that mean? When a a person carries a cross, let's go back to Jesus' day. No no one thought of it as a persistent annoyance, a, a symbolic burden. 
to a person in the first century, my brother, my sister, the cross meant one thing and one thing only, death by crucifixion. <laughs> That's not what you want to hear on a Friday morning, is it? I mean, you've got your own burdens, your own cross. But to carry a cross was to face the most painful and humiliating means of, of, of death human beings could develop. The Romans of those days, 2,000 years later, sadly so, Christians view the cross as a, yeah, well, a cherished symbol of atonement, forgiveness, grace, and love, and all that. And yes, it is true, but in Jesus' day, the cross represented a torturous death. Tla, finish. The Romans that forced convicted criminals to carry their own crosses to that place of crucifixion. John nineteen seventeen. go and see it. Listen, my brother. In Jesus' day, bearing a cross meant one thing and one thing only, that you were about to die. And that that one would face ridicule and disgrace along the way. That you were about to die and people will mock you on your way to death. Now, Jesus' command, take up your cross and follow me. It's a call to self-abasement. It's a call to self-sacrifice. When Jesus says, follow me. And I've already quoted to you the Lord inviting you on this Friday morning. Follow me. One must be willing to die. Physically, literally willing to die. I'm talking about dying to self and absolute surrender to God. When you woke up this morning and you switched on your radio, you didn't think, my goodness, this is what I want to hear on a Friday morning. But Jesus, you know what? After that cross-bearing command... You know what he said? He said, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world? Stop, think on this. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and forfeit your soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for that soul? A call to take up your cross. It's tough. But I want to say this to you, my brother, my sister. Yeah, you listening right now. The reward is matchless. Matchless. Nothing in this world is worth passing up eternal life with God. Wherever Jesus went, he drew crowds he drew crowds where, and you know the story, you, you've probably read the Gospels over and over. But their view of Messiah really was what he could do for them. Often so distorted. They even thought that Christ would immediately usher in the restored kingdom. They believed that he would free them from the oppressed rule of the Romans' occupiers. Some hoped that he would continue to provide free lunches for everybody. Jesus can do, that's a for us gospel. Jesus' statement, follow me, take up that cross, makes you think twice about your motivation and your level of commitment to this God, to this Jesus. Christianity is not for sissies, huh? Christianity is not for sissies. Huh? And so 
in Luke 9, 57, you find three types of people willing to follow Jesus when the Lord pressed them. In the commitment, it was shown to be half-hearted at best. Why? Because they failed to count the cost of following him. Have you counted the cost? None were willing to take up their cross and crucify their own interests. Are we willing to do that? Vainant, are you willing to crucify your own interests? And so ultimately, the Word of God says He seeks true worshippers. True worshippers. Those who will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. That call from our Lord to take up your cross and follow me. To, it, you know what? It's to screen out the, the disingenuous, the double-minded. Those who are not quite sure what they want to do. I want to ask you something. Are you ready to take up your cross and follow Jesus? I'm just talking about today. Not, not tomorrow. Yesterday is gone. We, we can't worry about that. Right here, right now. Are you willing to take up your cross this morning? As you listen to this radio broadcast from Gauteng to the Cape, wherever you are, maybe you're abroad, listening, are you willing to follow Jesus? Even if it means losing your friends, your closest friends. You need to count the cost now. Are you willing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, even if it means alienating from your family? And for some people, that's a dear price to pay. But because how dare you, born into a certain faith? Now you're counting the cost. You want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Pick up your cross and follow me. Are you willing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, even if it means losing your reputation? Are you willing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, even if it means losing your job, your livelihood, your income. Are you willing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ? Even if it means for us to lose our lives. And in some places in the world, these consequences are a reality. We speak about it often. We pray for the nations. There are Christians locked away in the deepest, darkest dungeons right now because they dare to whisper in public, Jesus is God. He's my Savior. He's my Master. He is the Son of God. He is God incarnate in the flesh. He is God coming to this world, laying down His life. I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you willing Following Jesus doesn't necessarily mean that all these things will happen to you. But the disciple of Christ must be willing to suffer loss. Can I ask you again? Are you willing to take up your cross? My brother, my sister, this is so contrary to what he's preached across the world. This is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the true gospel. Are you willing if faced with the choice, Jesus or the comforts of this life, what will you choose? You're willing to take up your cross, giving up your hopes, your dreams, your possessions, even your life if need be, for the cause of Christ? I want to say this to you, only if you're willing to take up your cross, may you be called His disciple. Man, we've watered down this, this term, Christian. 
And you know what? Christian means Christ-centered. He is the be and all of everything. Christ in us. Galatians 2 and verse 20, It is no longer I that live, but Christ who now lives in me. The reward is worth the price. The reward is worth the price. If there's one thing that's certain this morning, you know, I know death is a reality. You know, there's safety in numbers. Your day will come. My day, who knows, maybe this day. Remember that as Jesus called his disciples, take up your cross. Follow me. He bore a cross. The Lord led the way. Our Lord and Savior led the way. What does it mean? The Bible says, today is the day for salvation. God tells a sinful world in no uncertain terms, repent. Repent. Mark 6 and verse 12. Luke 24. Acts 3. Uh, Acts 17. All over. Jesus' first word, repent for the kingdom of God is near. Take up your cross and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what? Not to scare you on this Friday morning. But uh, those who refuse to repent and turn to Christ in faith will suffer eternal consequences. Someday there will be payday. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue will confess. And so why would anyone delay repentance? And yet many do. Even while admitting their sin, claiming their need for salvation. Maybe that's you this morning. I want to give you time. What time is it now? It's quarter past six. I want to pray with you to make it right with the Lord. You, counting the cost. Are you willing this morning to pick up your cross and follow the Lord Jesus Christ? Only last week, I sat next to somebody who testified of accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. The glow in that individual's face. She says, oh man, it's like, I, I can't believe it. It's like a newborn baby. And yes, yes, when you are spiritually rebirthed, reborn, God nourishes you, feed you, protect you, start you on the road to eternity. Where does it start? It starts with accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I want to pray with you. I want to help you. There came a time in my life on the 23rd of July, 1989, alone in my flat in Cape Town, in Tambours Clough that night, just something to 11. I stood there, I, I raised up my hands and I cried out to God. I said, Lord, Lord, I cannot do this on my own. You know what? I've been accused many a time afterwards. You're probably also one of those people who, who use Christianity as a crutch. I say, yes, because when there was nothing left for me, Christ accepted me. Doesn't matter who you are. Isaiah 118, the only place in the Bible where the Lord God of heaven and earth says, let's reason together. You, though your sins were like scarlet, I will make you whiter than wool. Doesn't matter who you are. Ball and chain, come as you are. Smoking, not smoking, addicted, not addicted. Doesn't matter. Come as you are this morning, on this Friday morning. Can I pray with you? Would that be okay? 
that we stand before this throne of grace, this eternal God, and say, here I am, Lord, submitting my life to you. I trust that you have found a place where you and I and our majestic King can be together. All alone, just you and I. And you can pray with me, my brother. Maybe you had lost for words, my sister. Not sure. How do I pray? What do I say to this God? Yes, today is the day for salvation. Right here, right now, I've calculated the cost. I want to take up my cross and follow you. I want to die to self, Lord Jesus. Messiah, you have led the way, my King. And so I want to pray with you. Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me, a sinner. On this Friday morning, the 3rd of March, 2023, Lord, I come and I lay down my life at your feet. I surrender all. Forgive me for my sins, Lord. Have mercy on me. And Lord, at this moment, I confess that you are the Son of the living God and God Himself. Holy Spirit, come and fill that void inside of me right now, Lord. And make me your son. Make me your daughter. Make me your disciple. Make me a true worshiper, a true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter the price. Lord, help me this day to die to self, to Galatians 2.20, to be crucified, to lay down myself, Lord, and to follow you. Holy Spirit, lead me in this way, from this day, to everlasting. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and Amen. And now you go, my brother, and now you go, my sister. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Eh? What, what an incredible, incredible feeling. Somebody says, how should I feel now? Well, you still use your hands. It's, it's, it's not supposed to be just a feeling. But you will know that this day, right here, right now, you've decided to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Now you shouldn't be ashamed of that decision. And you should go and tell at least three people what the Lord has done for you this morning. That you have now decided to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, this wonderful, merciful Savior. And that from this day forth, you have died to self. Man, the Lord loves you. God love you. Welcome to the family of God, as God himself is writing your name into the book of life. Precious